everyone and welcome back to the Glam Observer podcast. I'm Jada, founder and CEO of the first fashion career advice platform Glam Observer, a fashion career coach, best-selling author, Forbes under 30, and in this podcast I will share actionable tips, tricks and behind-the-scenes secrets of the fashion industry. If you're an ambitious fashion enthusiast looking to start a career in this industry, you are in the right place. and welcome back to the Glow Observer podcast. Today's episode is going to be the last one in our series focus on fashion writing and fashion journalism, supporting you with everything you need to know in case you want to start with this career. To complete and give you even more tips, I'm going to do two live webinars this week on Wednesday, March the 2nd and Thursday, March the 3rd about the three steps to make sure that your articles get published in your favorite fashion magazines. So if you want to become a fashion writer, whether it is full-time or on the side as a freelancer, or if you want to get a full-time job at a single fashion magazine, then this webinar is made for you. So join me tomorrow or Thursday. The webinar's content is the same, so you just have to decide which day works best for you. And in one hour, I will teach you things such as what you need to know about fashion journalism, freelance versus employee, the three steps you need to become a fashion writer, what are the most common fears that might be stopping you. Let me know if things such as I didn't study fashion or I didn't study journalism or I didn't have experience, can I still make it, are something that are warning you. By the end of this webinar, these are not going to be any longer things that you should worry about. And I'm going to show you how you can overcome all of this. Press all of these practical tips to make sure that you're going to start writing for your favorite fashion magazines. So I will leave you the link to register for the free webinars in the show notes of this podcast episode. If you want, you can also head over to glamobservat.com where you're going to find on the top bar the link to register for the webinar. Or if you head over to our Instagram profile at glamobserver, you're going to find in the link in our bio the link to register for the free webinar that I'm hosting. So tomorrow, March the 2nd and on Thursday, March the 3rd, about the three steps you need to start writing for fashion magazines. So today we'd like to talk about three fundamental things that you must know if you want to become a fashion writer. In the past weeks, we have talked about the skills you need, how to write for fashion magazines. And today I want to focus on other three must-know things that are super important if you want to become a fashion writer and get a job at a fashion magazine. There are so many things that go into fashion writing. And today we're going to look at three fundamental ones. So let's begin by saying that fashion writing is part of fashion journalism. And usually fashion journalism is, you know, we can say that it's divided into styling and writing. The role of the fashion editor is for sure the most popular one in the industry. But not everyone knows that what there is, you know, behind this career. While many might imagine that fashion editors are those who write for articles for the magazine, 
For glossy publications such as Vogue or Elle, for example, editors instead are often stylists taking care of the editorial content of the magazine. So yes, they style, you know, the shootings, the images that you see on the issue every month or on the website. So of course, fashion editors also do write some articles that go with the editorial content and the images. But for the biggest publications such as Vogue, there are fashion editors who mainly style. You might remember the famous Grace Compton. And there are writers. Usually futures editors, fashion news editors, digital fashion writers are those who write the most at the glossy magazines such as Vogue. So if you have decided that you want to become a fashion writer and you like to call yourself a fashion editor, you should know that fashion editors often style and you have to decide if you want to add styling into your role or if you want to focus on writing more or if you want to just find the great balance between styling and writing. So that's the first thing to consider. The second thing is about how to get into a fashion magazine. And this is very, the second point is actually very, very important. But also the third one is super fundamental. So let's begin with the second one. You know, there are two main options if you want to write for a fashion magazine. Getting a job at a specific, you know, at a single publication or becoming a freelancer. Before exploring the two options, let me tell you that it's not necessary to have a degree in fashion or journalism to write about fashion. Even to write for biggest, the biggest name of the industry, such as Vogue. Many writers have degrees in many other topics, such as politics, art history, business, law, communication. If you're at the beginning of your career, getting into a fashion publication means starting with internships or placement opportunities. As an intern, it's actually, you know, very rare that you will write anything. You will, in fact, spend most of your time in the magazine fashion cupboard. You know, that wardrobe where PR clothing and accessories are organized, you know, for the shootings, for the pieces, for editorial content. So as an intern, it will take you several internships to become an assistant and start writing something. Usually when you're at the beginning of your career working at a fashion publication, you will start after several internships to write something, but most likely for the digital publications or the website rather than the print publication. The second option is to start freelancing, even if you have zero experience. So if you have zero experience, you're at the beginning of your career, you have two options, internships, or you can start freelancing even without any experience. As a freelancer, you're not so employed by the magazine, but you're selling each of your story to different publications or just to one publication. And you can even become a regular contributor to one specific magazine. The difference between working as a freelancer and intern is that if you want to write, freelancing is the option that will make your articles published quicker than going via, you know, the traditional route of being employed by a single magazine. At the beginning of your freelance career, you might write for free or get paid just a little for your articles, but you're already building your name as a writer without having to spend months or years inside the fashion cupboard to be able to publish your stories. 
So the freelance route is perfect for those who don't want to pass to internships and see their stories published quicker. Of course, being a freelance means that it would be your job to find your clients. So the publications then will publish your stories. You have to pitch all of your favorite websites, newspapers, blogs, magazines, and propose your article ideas. So your job depends entirely on you and your pitching abilities. By the way, if you want to learn more about pitching, this is one of the points that I'm going to touch into the live webinar that I'm hosting this week. So if you want to learn more about pitching, you can register for free to the live webinar and you will learn how to do it. So if you learn how to do it pitching correctly, freelancing often pays more than a staff role and you have more opportunities. You know, you can write for multiple magazines instead of just working at a single magazine. But if you want, you can even explore more options. You can write for brands, you can write captions for social media posts, especially when you're at the beginning of your career. You know, maybe they're not going to pay you for the articles that you're going to write for Vogue if you're just freelancing for the first time. But maybe if you also do something else to support your work, like writing caption for brands or writing the description for the e-commerce website, these can be paid jobs. So being a freelancer means also having more opportunities as well as also freedom because you can basically work from anywhere. So if you're not living in a fashion capital, but also if you're living in a fashion capital and you like to work in a local cafe or you prefer to set your working hours, you prefer to be your own boss, and decide the publications, the website, the brands you want to work with, then freelancing is made for you. There's also the option to mix the two. So you can either start by interning at fashion magazines and on the side freelancing for other publications or other brands. Of course, the ability to being able to intern or have a full-time job and freelance at the same time depend a lot on your working hours at your full-time job, whether it is an internship or your permanent role. So if it is a nine-to-five job, then you might want to freelance from six to in the evening or during the weekend. But if your full-time job is more demanding, maybe you're staying many uh, nights late in the office and it's harder for you to juggle, you know, your It depends on how many energies you have left during your free time to juggle both a full-time job and freelancing. So you know that there is this option that you can do, but it's always up to you to consider if it's something that is doable for you. The last point that I want to cover with you today, but it's very, very important, is to adapt your writing. Why you should, of course, develop your writing branding so that people can recognize your stories you can write always the same way. Let me explain. Um, if you want to pitch your articles and make sure that magazines will accept and publish them, you have to keep into consideration a couple of things. Because the thing is that writing about fashion is not just focused on your writing skills. So it's not just about writing a great story, but it's also about writing for that specific publication. So let me start by telling you the difference between writing for print 
and writing for digital, such as websites or, you know, the Vogue.com versus Vogue, you know, the issue that you find in the newsstands every month. With print, you may have longer stories, so the articles are longer. While with digital publications and websites, people consume most of their news from their smartphones, so they have to be shorter, quick to read and digestible. Furthermore, when writing for digital, you have to keep in mind that your reader should ideally come from the Google research, you know? So the title of your articles, as well as the content, should be SEO-friendly. So SEO is search engine optimization, which is something, a technique, a skill that you need to develop if you want to become a fashion writer. If you listen to the previous episode, you're going to listen to the skills that you need to become a fashion writer. And SEO, which is basically adjusting your articles to make sure that it appears in the search results when someone makes their research through Google, is something important for digital publications because this is what drives traffic. So, you know, if you are proposing an article to a print publication, you will most likely use like straightforward words such as how to style a blazer, which is something that people would Google rather than using, a, you know, a more picturesque title that you would instead use if you were about to write a story for Vogue, the print edition of Vogue. So this is one thing. So if you're pitching for digital or you're pitching for print, you need to adjust the title, but also the content of your article, the length of your article, and also the kind of tone for the article. Together with the difference, you know, between online and print publications, you must also consider the publication itself, its audience, and its tone. You know, writing for Vogue is not like writing for Teen Vogue. The audience is different, Teen Vogue are a little bit younger. And also, in this way, the tone of the articles are different because they're aiming at different people with different ages, with different interests. But even if we consider and we compare publications that aim at a similar audience, such as Vogue and Cosmopolitan, you know, the age of the reader could be the same. The tone of Vogue and Cosmopolitan is very different. So for Vogue, you might use like a timeless, chic, elegant piece to have in your wardrobe. While for Cosmopolitan, you can use a title such as that is more friendly, you know, like, hi, you need this in your wardrobe right now. And with right now, you can just write air and an. So abbreviations are certainly not something that you would use for Vogue, but that you might use for a publication such as Cosmopolitan. So it's very important that you consider the tone of the publication. So if you want to write for a specific publication, just go online or go to the newsstands and buy their publications and read how the other editors are writing the stories. Look at the titles. Look at the kind of words they're using inside the articles. Also the tone, if it is more friendly or if it is more formal. These are all things that matter when you want to write for magazines. So it's not just about your writing skills. Of course, your grammar must be perfect. There, of course, spelling or grammar mistakes are not allowed. But it's also about making sure that when you pitch your publications or when you want to apply for a job, 
that the editors know that you can write for that specific publication. All right, so just to recap, first thing you should consider is that fashion writing is part of fashion journalism, which is made of styling and writing. So you want to consider if you want to get more into writing, want to get more into styling or find a mix of both. You can find a full-time job as a fashion writer and style on the side, or you can be a full-time stylist and then write on the side, or you can freelance and do a mix of both, writing and styling with a great balance. Second option and second fundamental thing that you, can cons- that you have to consider is that if you want to get into a fashion magazine, you have two options, freelancing or internships. If you're at the beginning of your career with internships, you know, it's a little bit slower the process. And so you will start writing after months or years. With freelancing, even if you may not be paid from your first articles, It is the best way to start writing directly instead of going through the internships that usually at fashion magazines involve other activities such as assisting the editors. So if you want to skip internships, freelancing might be for you. Also on glamobserver.com, you will find an article about freelancing versus being an employee. So if you want to go deeper into this topic, you can head over to glamobserver.com and read that. And the third option is to consider your write, when you write articles, to consider the tone of the publication, if it is a print or digital magazine. So it's important that you're not just concentrating and focusing on writing great articles, but make sure that your articles also fit perfectly that specific publication. So if you're pitching and you want to write for Vogue and Cosmopolitan and Team Vogue or Business of Fashion, make sure that the article ideas and the articles that you're writing for these magazines are all different because the writing tone and the style and the audience of these four publications are totally different. So you can pitch the same articles to them to all of them otherwise you're not going to get any responses and publisher and publication not going to publish your articles so yeah that's all if you want to learn more about fashion writing and the three steps you need to make sure that magazines are going to publish your articles then join me tomorrow wednesday march the second and on thursday march the third for a free live webinar where we're going to chat everything about fashion writing. The link to register for free to the webinar are into the notes of this, of this podcast episode. Or you can visit glamobserver.com or visit our Instagram profile to find the link to register for this free webinar. All right. I really hope that you have enjoyed this new podcast episode if so please do leave a review rate and subscribe because it helps me keep going with the episodes so thank you so much and bye for now